0: Live and direct from the ethers. Now was all in your speakers.
1: Welcome back to the Royal Flush. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, uh, Burberry Britt. You can follow me on Instagram at burb 3 r r y underscore b-r-i-double-t. And unfortunately today, Kane isn't with us, um, but we do have a guest host. He is a New York rapper that moved down South, still makes music. Um, Give it up for J cap, AKA cap, AKA Apollo Reed. And you can find him on Instagram at Apollo Reed underscore. So it's A P O L L O R E E D underscore. Say hello to the people cap.
0: Yo, yo. What's going on? Everybody. How's everybody doing? Everybody doing?
1: Word. Word. So this is gonna be first of many uh, guest appearances. I already decided. That's a fact.
0: <laughs> That's a fact.
1: We're gonna be out here, so get get used to hearing Cap on the radio. That's all I'm saying.
0: Get used to it. You know what I'm saying? Please <laughs> help me out.
1: Word. I wanted to actually be like Brown Sugar, since you're the first rapper we actually officially have on this show. Yeah. do a an interview and be like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When did you fall in love with hip hop? But <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if it's gonna be too deep. Like, do you remember when you fell in love with hip hop, Cap?
0: Um I fell in love with hip hop at a very early age. I remember being like 'cause I was born I was born in Harlem. I did. I lived there until I was about eight years old and then <clears throat> I moved up to Spring Valley and that's where I met you and everybody else that I know from from Valley from that point, but from living in Harlem, me and my brother were always together, and my brother was nine years older than me, and all he played was either Snoop Dogg, uh, Onyx, Wu Tang, so that's what I was brought up on. So I would hear that, and that was like. That would make me, you know. And I, I grew up in a Christian house, so, you know what I mean? My mom wasn't allowing that. So, whenever she would leave, that's when my brother turned the music on. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> that's just how I go. And we would be blasting music in there. And she better not find out that you even had the CD because it's getting broken up and thrown in the garbage or whatever. Or the tape cassette, I said CD, and it was that long ago. Um, <clears throat> but I think I was, I had to have been as as early as I can speak. You know what I mean? So three, four, you know what I mean? I remember, I think I was like five or six when Snoop Doggy Dogg's Dog Pound came on, came out. And um, my brother used to play that front to back, front to back, front to back. And I guess one day we (laughs) we was walking. It was me and my mom and my brother. And we was walking down some street or whatever, and we were singing. We might have been with somebody else, which is probably why this happened the way it did. But we were walking down the street, and all of a sudden, I start singing Snoop Dogg. (laughs) And my mom, you know, she doesn't allow us to play it in the house. So she's like, where the hell is he getting this from? So my brother is looking at me like yo yo chill 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 like stop you know what i mean but i was in i was in the zone you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um i don't know if you, i forgot the name of the song oh, what's the name of the song um on his album but it's like a skit in the beginning <clears> there's <throat> kids in class and they're going around the class and they're um, asking the kids in the class what they want to be when they grow up. You Over there in the jeans shirt, what you want to be when you grow up?
1: I would like to be a police officer.
0: Alrighty, that's a pretty good profession.
1: Oh, I feel like I remember this kid And <laughs>
0: they go back to class. You over there in that black shirt, what you want to be when you grow up?
1: I would like to be a fireman
0: all right that's a pretty good profession too And me get this one kid all right snoop what you want to be when you grow up he said when i grow up i want to be, be a mother motherfucking hustler. hustler and i said that
1: yo i already don't look like your mom's face B.
0: yo oh. my mom i swear like it was like a Ken Noorayu backslap like it just came out of nowhere like just I don't know what happened my brother tells me about the story because clearly she slapped me hard enough for me to forget that this even happened <laughs> so <laughs> I remember saying it I just don't remember what happened so you know what I'm saying like um, this was you know what I mean a big moment yeah you know, but yeah she slapped the shit out of me um but yeah, it was that it was that early for me to blurt it out without even knowing that I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, hip-hop was the first form of music that I really adapted to, you know what I mean? Like I said, well, I can't say that. I was born in church, you know what I mean? So, besides the church, you know what I mean? But most people who was in church at a young age was going there because their parents weren't there. You know what I mean? Yeah so i'm not, not to say i don't got nothing against church but i'm just saying that's in terms of the music but the music that i adapted to the most at a young age was was hip-hop and that was it had to be in the early 90s 92 93 as soon as i had an ear for different types of music it was it was hip-hop it was always hip-hop Where?
1: Work. So on today I feel as though we're gonna get some hand class today. I know we usually do flushes, but there's a lot of things to celebrate, you know what I'm saying? Black is still out here setting all types of records. Yeah. Uh, it's number one at the box office right now. Wakanda for yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And uh as a Sunday, I would say it's like March eleventh, it reached one billion dollars in box office sales, which is super dope. Sheesh. That's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? I need
0: some of that money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that ass, like, shit. Um, but there was a lot of support for this movie, though. You know what I'm saying? Everybody came out. If you haven't already seen it, go see Michael B. Jordan and them and all their greatness. Um, now, that news is actually dope for two reasons. So, um, as of right now, for the first time in history, two African American directors hold number one and number two at the box office. And the second is Amy DuVernay and all of her awesomeness. If y'all don't know who she is, Google her, look her up for real. She also did Selma. Oh, and she's also the director of Queen Sugar, if you've seen that on TV. But definitely check it out. She did an on-screen adaptation of A Wrinkle in Time, that throwback book that everybody had to read in, like, I don't know what grade, maybe fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> and um I'm just saying I want everybody to attend this movie with just as much vigor, just as much black excellence that we just displayed. I want everybody to do that for a wrinkle in time just because it's like it's dope, you know? Yeah, They're You got to not-
0: support that. You got to support black black and you know, excellence right now. You got to do it.
1: Exactly, cuz there's a lot of awesome things going on and I know it's just like a lot of people aren't really talking about it. So I think that mm-hmm. that needs to be uh, we just need more of it. I don't know, but definitely go check that out. Uh, bring a friend, bring a couple friends. And from what I hear, it's, it's it's supposed to be like a little bit of a mind fuck. So I was going to say bring the children, but they might be a little bit confused, but you know, they can fill a seat too. So bring the children. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. Um, but also, speaking about black excellence, the Obamas are in talks with Netflix right now to bring a series of shows from what my understanding is that of it they're doing a series of shows um and i know right now is a great time because we sure as hell do miss some barack and michelle
0: me oh my god i don't want to get into it but i miss barack and michelle jesus lord just to see their faces on tv would do me so much justice right now with everything that's going on with uh mr 45 but Yeah, I ain't even gonna get into it. Go ahead.
1: I'm just saying, because I'm saying, I just call him Senior Cheeto, because <laughs> this man, he got me all types of nervous. He's about to speak to, um. I always mess up this man's name, Kim Jong-un. He's about to try, the, the dude that he called Rocket Man in that speech.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, from Korea, yeah. South Korea, no, nah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, was it South or North? i don't know which one it is. i
1: think it's north korea I north
0: think. korea north korea
1: and he's about to talk to him and i think that's 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 nerve-wracking by itself like you call this man rocket man in a live press conference like what else are you about to say
0: <laughs> yeah that's like i don't know that's like putting like i, I let's say like who would you say like uh tough daddy or kanye west in the conversation with somebody who really makes them upset and expecting something to come out of it like come on like, I don't think that's really going to go too well.
1: Um, I was already nervous because Dennis Rodman kept going to speak to this man and I was like why of all people is Dennis Rodman going to North Korea like what the hell like somebody save us for real (sighs) (laughs)
0: somebody
1: save us but I'm seriously happy that the Obama's is really about to make something on Netflix. Cause I just feel like we just need to see them more. Like just, just come out and wave sometimes. Like some.
0: I yo, if I was Barack, I'd be like the asshole. Like I, I, just be everywhere throughout this entire four year period until Agent Orange is gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Agent <laughs> until he, until he's gone. I would put myself everywhere. I'd be on every billboard. I would make it seem like I was still the fucking president. Like <laughs> that nigga would get sick of me, I swear to God.
1: Dead ass. not for real. Especially because they get, I feel like they get a lot of money for um not necessarily like a signing bonus, but just basically just for showing up, just for being mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? Just- yeah. And I heard he also donates a lot of that money back into like Chicago to like foundations for childrens and things of that nature. Mm. So I just I just think they're dope. That's good. That's good. That's I good. just think they're dope. But um, speaking of Netflix, there's a couple things going on on Netflix that I just I want to highlight real quick. So they just released a quick teaser for Luke Cage Two, which mm. that's apparently coming out June 22nd. And even though it feels like it's far right now, I'm kind of excited because I know we definitely need more black superheroes. Yes, Mm -hmm. this is the second season. Yes. I mean, if you haven't watched the first season of Luke Cage, definitely watch it because you need to you need to just be up on it. But I feel like we need more black superheroes. And I think it's ironic that, of course, the one black superhero that's out there now that everybody knows Luke Cage is one that's bulletproof. In a time where you know police are shooting black people, minorities acting like we target practice, but I thought it was ironic that that was like mm. his superpower. You know, he's super mm. strong and he's eating bullets. But definitely, definitely check out Luke Cage um, if you haven't already. Did you see Luke Cage?
0: Um, I, I, I was pretty quiet for a reason. I haven't, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh seen Luke Cage yet. But I usually do this. I usually don't jump on um series or or anything like that until there's at least two seasons in it because I don't like to sit and wait for stuff. I'm impatient, and I have a problem. Um the only thing I've ever did that for was Stranger Things and I'm I fully regret doing it. So, you know, what I mean, I'm going to stick with that. I'm not going to watch anything that's only a what? season. And I told myself, "Let me try it out. Let me try to actually watch something while it's on air." And like I said, it was the worst decision I ever made, because now I'm sitting here waiting for the next season, and I already binge-watched the entire second season in, like, three days. Damn. So,
1: um, see,
0: that's know, the that's problem it. with
1: us now. Like, Netflix gives you the whole season, and you kind of mm-hmm. have to, like, if you don't have the willpower to space it out, none of us do. Yeah,
0: no. That's over. None of I us do. Honestly, I don't even think it was three days. <laughs> <laughs> was probably, like,
1: a day and a half. It like, might have been. That was great.
0: Yeah, a, a, a short... Two days it, it took me to actually do that, so yeah. um back to Luke Cage, I really really heard a lot of good things about it. I didn't hear anything bad about it, um which is what makes me excited to watch it even more, but, like I said, <laughs> I don't like doing this first season stuff once the second season comes out i'll I'll start watching the, the first season, but i I really I really can't wait to watch it, and that's legit though I'm not
1: like uh, um also in the movie well not necessarily movie world but like in that entertainment industry i guess you'd say uh 50 cent just announced that season five of power is on the way and -hmm. they're already greenlit for season six now do you watch power yeah yo power is dope for all of y'all that don't watch power Mm -hmm. please catch up on power watch it from the first season don't think that you could watch it from the third season and know what the hell is going on
0: I'm nah. just, like, no.
1: like I power. Like I'm, I'm still tripping off the fact that Sean is dead. Oh, I guess. Well, fuck it. Listen, if you know power, then
0: you this. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Like, you know yeah, Sean's dead, guys. Sorry,
1: Sean's dead. <laughs> like I'm surprised that Fifty helped go save his son. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? he Mm -hmm. killed his own people to help save ghost son then ghost daughter ends up dying you know what i'm saying yeah a lot of twists and
0: turns
1: yeah i'm still (sighs) mad that little girl
0: died like yeah i definitely didn't see that coming i definitely didn't see that coming and it i guess that that's kind of what makes it kind of dope not that part but you know like it adds shock value <clears throat> a lot in that show, so you know they 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 know that a lot of people won't wouldn't ever see that coming. You know what I mean? So they put that in there, but it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. It's a dope. It's a dope show. Though. I really support Fifty and what he's doing with that and all that. It's, it's dope. It's dope as hell.
1: It really is a dope show. It really is because a lot of people be talking shit about Fifty and you know what I'm saying like
0: they be <laughs> sleeping. On,
1: but at the end of the day, like this show has really it's really done numbers, and there are a lot of people that follow the show, and even when he said to boycott um, Showtime, is it Showtime that he's on? Or is it Starz? Um, I think it's Showtime, right? Showtime. Yeah, when he said yeah. to boycott Showtime, there were a lot of people who actually, like, yeah off of their TV subscription, mm-hmm. and I know y'all tight, if y'all forgot to put it back on, and Power about to cut back, y'all better get it, mm-hmm. y'all better get that back on, real talk, because he ain't switched to a different channel, y'all.
0: Nah, yeah. he's smart, though.
1: He's smart because yeah. he could he could have went
0: to another channel easily, but he was like, Yeah, I know I'm, I know I'm gonna get Showtime. I'm gonna take all their fans away and watch it when they see how many people got Showtime because of power. Mm-hmm. And once they see that, then they gonna make sure everything is good."
1: Yeah, he had the flex real quick. Yeah, he let see how many subscribers y'all lose. Yeah. With, you know what I'm saying? much yeah. sure how much weight I hold? That's exactly <laughs> what that was.
0: Showtime called Fifty back like, "Yo, all right, listen, what can we work
1: out?" Let's. <laughs> Yo homie, like let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, so did y'all see that Joelle Santana uh, got caught up at TSA at Newark airport the other day? <laughs> my man's he's going through it. so he got caught up at TSA. He was trying to check his his bag in. They found a handgun. First, they said it was just a gun, but come to find out, my man's had a gun and drugs in his carry-on. And he got in a cabin dipped. Like, he just left. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man got up out
1: <laughs> Yeah, he got up out of there. My man's called an Uber. He was like, high. Awesome. That's crazy. I don't know what he was thinking. He should have just stayed. Like, for all that, like, they know you a star. They know where you live. You know what I'm saying? They was going to catch you eventually. Instagram, the internet, the internet is savage. Somebody was going to catch you. <laughs>
0: I just gotta say, running made it way worse. <laughs> like, no matter what the situation already was, running just made it two times worse. Like, no matter what the situation was, way it could more- it could be honest. It it could be honestly like innocent, but the moment you run, you just like flip everything over. Like, you, you're you're guilty just because you ran. Like, it doesn't matter.
1: Exactly, you're guilty by association now yeah. just because you ran. Just yeah. because. So, um, yeah, I don't really know what to say to Sand Center right now. I mean, at the end of the day, a couple months ago when T.I.'s daughter got caught up by TSA, I want to say it was in the, either in Atlanta or Cali when she had a gun in her bag. She just, she took that L. She stayed there. She did what she had to do. Joelle's, though, my man's was off this. Like, off this for real. Um, but it's apparently because he already had a prior gun charge from um something that happened in 2011 where his his jersey studio got raided and they found guns they found weed they found a whole bunch of shit that just shouldn't have been there so they said that this could actually cost him um you know basically 10 years in jail because of the dilemma if by chance he does get you know these charges that they're saying which it looks like it you know what i'm saying like possession of a controlled substance, possession of a, a firearm. At the airport, though, like, y'all didn't, like, where's your manager? Where's your people's at? Like, they wasn't helping you out beforehand. You
0: can got- I can I be the conspiracy theorist real, real quick? You know oh. what I'm saying? You don't think it's ironic that him and Lil Wayne is about to drop, supposedly, this I Can't Feel My Face album, and then Boston well, Santana gets into this kind of trouble?
1: Wait, hold on. They was about to
0: drop an album? They both recently posted a picture of themselves in the studio. I don't know how recent it was. You know what? I wonder how recent that was. I read the article not too long ago. The article was was new, so that's what I'm saying. The post couldn't have been that old from the article. But, um, yeah, let's search my facts real quick before I start talking.
1: I'm trying to see if I could find it real quick. When was oh yeah, that was recent, a couple like a week ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're back. They just together. Yeah.
1: February
0: 24th. And
1: wow. Yeah. Oh.
0: And Wayne, because first Joel's posted it apparently, um and I don't think he had a caption. He was you know him, Little Wayne, in the studio, and then I think February fourth is when Little Wayne posted it. Same picture, but then. His caption was, do y'all want, I can't feel my face. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) what the hell is going on? I'm not saying that this is literally going on, but you know, this is just crazy sometimes how people always wind up in the tabloids and in trouble and some shit like that (laughs) when they about to drop something.
1: So you think it's marketing? Like, you think? I
0: hope it's marketing. I hope it's marketing, because Joel's is my guy, and I don't want him to have to go down for 10 years. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if it's it's not marketing, that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough.
1: Right? Because that would make him more credible, right? And if he's about to drop some kind of album or something, a joint project, you talking about some gang shit and then you get caught up in TSA with a gun and some drugs. That makes you more right, right? hip-hop, I guess. you Right.
0: Because at first, when I first heard about it, it was just a gun. But then the second time I heard about it, it was a gun and, and- some other substance. Yeah. So I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know.
1: Damn. Well, I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, I do kind of hope that it's just marketing. If it's just like a marketing scheme...
0: Like, that's what I'm saying. I really hope it's for marketing. Because if it's not for marketing, then...
1: Yeah, because that 10 years sounds a little hefty.
0: <laughs> it's hefty. <laughs> and he's a grown man. <laughs> yeah,
1: you already... you Nah. That's nah. a grown man right there. He's doing Bobby Schmurter time right now. Word. Word. Come out and the whole... Everything gonna be different.
0: Like, yeah.
1: everything you thought... But, <laughs> then yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, besides that, there's a lot going on in music right now. Um, first thing I actually really want to talk about is Young Thug supposedly is saying he won't be releasing music at all this 2018, at all mm. this year, and um, uh, basically to stand in solidarity with his deaf brother. I'm saying thank god, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like. <laughs> if there are any other mumble rappers who want to stand in solidarity with him just jump on board like i don't mind the bandwagon for that one like please please oh my god just like because i was actually at the um i was i know people gonna be like you was where but i was (laughs) at record store today and i seen his vinyl with him um, in that purple, I'm gonna say it's a purple dress. I'm not gonna say it's a pantsuit. I don't know what people were saying that it's pants, but I seen him in his purple <laughs> dress, and it made me. I, every time I see that album cover, it makes me remember how people tried to compare him to Andre Three Thousand in that Hey Ya! video. You did you ever see that video? The Hey you No,
0: know, yeah, that's one of my favorite artists. So I that I definitely saw that, but I think the only reason why people even went there is because Erica Badu said it.
1: I'm mad that she said it.
0: She started this whole wave of stuff. I don't know if she was trying to start something (laughs) or something, but you know what I mean? I don't, I don't agree with the comparison. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's just, it's just, there's a totally different comparison. It's a totally different comparison because we're talking about a legend, and I don't know how they're comparable because of, I guess because, in in terms of style, I guess maybe because they stepped out of the you know the grain and did something different, but I don't know. That's a little hefty.
1: Yeah, Compa- I company
0: to be I
1: can hold that name because when you say Andre 3000 and you start thinking like actual music, like. The racism that Andre 3000 has in his pinky, like, Young Thug doesn't have in his whole body. Like, it's so crazy, like, because Andre 3000 actually spits, and Young Thug just... I don't know if he's humming, or if he's just making noise. I don't know what the fuck Young Thug be doing sometimes. But it's not... He's not saying words. I know that for damn. He's not saying words. Because, like, what the fuck? But... Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that comparison either. I really, every time I come on this show, I talk about it a little bit. But if somebody know Andre three thousand, can you tell him to put out at least, I'll take four tracks, just, just give me some, give me like half a project, a mixtape, a, a playlist, give me something, Andre. Like, come yeah, on,
0: just freestyle four tra- tracks off your iPhone, and I'll be fine with that. You know He's what I'm saying?
1: And. I'll be fine. Like, I know a lot of people be like, well, you just have to settle for the fact that he's going to be a feature artist for the rest of his life. But it's like... <sighs> I just that, want...
0: That sucks. I know- you, and then you still see Big Boy out here, like, doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, damn. Like, I know he can.
1: It's just, know it he- just
0: makes me question his desire to do it anymore. And that's what hurts. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yo, I have seen an interview talking about how he has terabytes full like of just music that he's never put out just think about that <laughs> just think about how much music that is like when you say you have hard drive terabytes not even like you know like couple 300 gigs 400 500 good. a terabyte is like 500 and something gigs times two you know what I'm saying a terabyte is a lot of information So, just think about how much music he's depriving us of. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I
0: can't even imagine that. Because, you know, as, like, myself, like, I know, I got, like, a couple hundred songs over the time that I've been making music that I haven't put out. And that's just me. Like, and that's, like, a couple. Not even saying, like, 900. I'm talking about maybe 200 over, like, a couple years. You know what I'm saying? And that's just recorded not written but recorded but that is on my 500 gigabyte <laughs> hard drive. And you talking about terabytes?
1: Yes. More you know than-
0: what I'm saying? Like than- I haven't even maxed out my 500 I kind of maxed out my 500 terabyte my um, 500 megabyte. And that's like, that's half a terabyte. And this dude has terabytes of material. That is scary.
1: Yo. I just, I'm just appreciative of him and his whole aura, but somebody really needs to tell him, just, just drop a project, please. Just give me some of your old stuff, like stuff that you (laughs) don't feel like listening to no more. Just put it on a mixtape for me. For real. And it's in my crib, like, damn. But yeah, I feel like people, people don't appreciate Andre 3000, Mr. Three Stacks. They don't, uh, cause he's never really brought up in conversation when you talk about hip hop's greatest and- You know, like, who's who's the who's who of hip-hop? People always say Nas. People always say Jay-Z. People always say Pac and Biggie. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, people will always say those names. But you never really hear Andre 3000. And I feel like that's a disservice.
0: They only start saying his name after they say all the popular names.
1: Yeah, right. Like after you hear like the Little Wings and stuff like that, yeah. like after you heard or the J Cole and the Kendricks and oh yeah, and then yeah maybe I'll throw in the Andre. Nah, you need to see him first. <laughs> Crazy. You gotta see him first. Let him know. <laughs>
0: I like, was in for There, yeah, please.
1: Deadass.
0: He needs to know
1: that. Yo, um, and you know what? I wasn't actually gonna speak about this till later, but speaking of you know lyricists. Um, right now. Common just put out a joint album with Kareem Riggins and Robert Glasper. Two people I know a lot of people have no idea who the hell they are. Mm. Um, But (laughs) Kareem Riggins is a drummer. Robert Glasper I like to say that he's a fusion artist but he is a pianist that basically just he makes albums. Um, The first one was called, well not the first one but um, one of them is called Black Radio. Another one is called Black Radio 2. He's collaborated with like Brandy, Jill Scott, uh, Common, Bilal, mm. just a lot of people, a lot of dope people at that. And he does like fusion, basically hip hop, jazz, R&B, soul. He puts everything all together. And um, so Common, Kareem Riggins, Robert Glasper, they did a joint album. They made a group called August Green. Mm. Um, and I listened to part of it. I didn't listen to all of it. I'm not going to say I listened to all of it. I listened to, I want to say Black Kennedy. I listened to the joint with Brandy on it. I think it's called Optimism or Optimistic, something like that. And I listened to like two more tracks. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it was it was good so far for what I listened to. But just being that I know who Robert Glasper is, I felt that it could have been a lot better Mm. especially from the piano just just the instrumentation of it i felt like it could have been more i expected a little bit more out of it but common of course being common he had a lot of punchlines in there that are dope
0: time meets worth rhyme beats birth of a new day born again good morning then these beginnings never form an end crowns of righteousness not to see the thorns again I argue with my aura, am I born to win or born a sin? Maybe both contribute to daily growth. Oath is taken like Liam Neeson. Somebody take my daughter, they gon' see some breathing. They body snatching black girls in DC. Politics and propaganda on the TV distractions. Distracting us from action. It's time for some time, for some passion.
1: I, I just think y'all should listen to it just to just to be just to listen to something different. Honestly, something yeah. different than trap, something different than, you know, your regular hip hop. Yeah, please. You know, did you listen to some of those tracks by chance?
0: I haven't. I was actually going to ask you what's the name of the project.
1: Oh, oh, I sent you some. <laughs> you yeah, definitely listen to those. It's um, it's called right. Augustine. Um, it's their collaborative group. And I think if they continue down this path, it'll evolve into something that's more accepted. But Common and Robert Glasper have done things before. It's just, um, I don't know. I just, I wanted to see a little bit more out of it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully there's a follow-up that's soon. And hopefully they include Kanye some kind of a way in that. Cause I think Kanye would be dope on something somewhere in here.
0: That would be amazing.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, Kanye, he, he'll whip out the choir real quick. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah. Can, it's the Rapper. If they can get Chance the Rapper in on this, uh, too. Wow. Wow. That would be
0: crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> that yeah. would be crazy. You really mess with Chance the Rapper.
1: I love Chance the Rapper. I feel like people don't give him as much credit as they should. But he is a dope individual yeah, for multiple, for sure. multiple reasons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even outside of, you know, the rap game, he's really like a dope individual, you know what I mean?
1: Exactly, exactly. He still advocates for hometown. He still goes to, I was going to say PTA meetings, but it's not a PTA meeting. He still goes to like the official town hall meetings Mm. uh, regarding, you know, budget cuts and things of that nature. He was very vocal. When they decided to do budget cut for school in Chicago, but they decided they wanted to put millions of dollars in infrastructure for new jails and things of that nature. Mm. Um, and he donates a lot of money to Chicago schools and after school programs and things of that nature. So I I appreciate Chance the Rapper in his whole life. I really do. Yeah, that's for sure. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, if I could see all of them together on Something like that because I think it would be dope. Because Common's from Chicago, (laughs) Chance to Rap from Chicago, Kanye, of course, is from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know where Robert Glasper is from, but he's just I just feel like if they can incorporate everybody in in one, some kind of a way Mm -hmm. that would be a nice little something for Chicago and then something for everybody, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah,
1: um, but next up. I like her too. I have to to mention her because I'm still mad that she didn't get no award. But uh, SZA is about to release a deluxe edition of her album with six new additional tracks, which I think is amazing because I think her album was already pretty great as is. Not even great. I think it was amazing as is. So these six additional tracks, I know they have to be fucking popping. They Mm. have to be yeah
0: i think she she's on to something <clears throat> you know what i'm saying and she's she's definitely killing it right now so she she gotta keep going <clears throat> i liked what i heard from from her album i didn't hear everything on the album but uh-huh. um i did hear a lot of the songs and she's dope she's definitely dope she's definitely dope and she i just I, hopefully she keeps it going and she doesn't just you know like fall off like that
1: yeah, I know. That's that. Like, you know what? I hope so too, because she really got her ear to the ground. She got the pulse. She really, mm-hmm. she represents a lot of people. Like I know before, a lot of people were talking about Drake and, you know, Drake spoke for the culture or Drake spoke for a whole generation of people. But I really feel like SZA is touching that generation. You know what I'm saying? She's touching a lot of people with just just how she's phrasing things. hmm She's wording it because she's giving you her actual experience, um, and just things that are relatable as of right now. Right. You know? And it's just, I, I I really like her, and I feel as though next, I hope hopefully, they start giving her the recognition that she deserves. I still feel as though she should have got an award of some sort. I don't care where it was. Like somebody yeah. know that she's dope.
0: Yeah. Um. There was a. Uh... A discussion about that. Uh, what was the girl's name? Uh, Alicia Cara? Is that her name?
1: Um, I think so.
0: I think I, I think that's her name. Um, that
1: name sounds mad familiar. I want to say that's the
0: girl funny. that sang this song. Um, what's the song? Um, here. I think yeah. How does it go? I'm not about to sing it anyway. But um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was about to say, you about to say no
0: it? that's not that's not happening um yeah she actually won i think uh, uh was it the Grammys what is it the Grammys i think she oh
1: yeah 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 that's exactly who snubbed her yeah Her song that was like fucking three years old
0: right and that was that was the argument because it's like yo what considered because how was she that song definitely came out in like 2016. You know, I, like, no, 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 for sure. I think it was like early 2016 that, came, that song not,
1: came out. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, granted, her song was everywhere, but it's not everywhere now.
0: How do you win an award two years later? <laughs> was it, what was it, like, Um, new artist, best new artist or something like that? I
1: don't even remember. What, what was it? On. Uh... I don't know oh. to say. It doesn't say what the award was for. I was hoping they did. Mm. Yeah, I'm still mad about that though. Yeah, they
0: yeah. should. C- CZA definitely deserved that over her, not because that Alicia Carr isn't good, but she's, you know, what I mean, this is not. She's not new. Sis has been killing it this past calendar year. She's been wilding. She's <laughs> she's been wilding.
1: She sure. has wilding, but in a great way.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know how and you you can't turn on any radio within the past nine ten months that didn't have her song on the radio
1: on it exactly
0: yeah,
1: and that's the important thing like she's being played everywhere yeah. I actually looked up how much stream she was getting too because streams play a very big role in you know artist discovery and how artists not exactly how they get paid because yeah. I feel like they don't get paid on the streams as much but As far as, like, music coverage goes, Dreams Do Play, you know, do a lot. Right. Uh, Oh, but another dope person. Y'all know I love me some Cardi B. Mm -hmm. I know last episode I was talking a little bit shit about Cardi B being (laughs) pregnant and shit. However, you know I still love me some fucking Cardi. So uh, she officially announced that she's about to release her album next month in April. Um, She also just won Best New Hip Hop Artist for iHeartRadio's award show, which I think is dope. I know when King comes back, he's going to talk shit about Cardi. However, (laughs) However, I think Cardi B deserves an award because she, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that she's been doing as much as SZA. Not to say that she has as many songs as SZA or as many hits, but Cardi rose from out of fucking nowhere. Left field, she came from with the songs that she came from and for being like, I'm going to say like first time artist actually because you've never really heard anything from Cardi before like that. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, she had that mixtape joint but previous to this, I want to say like one year almost two year run that we've seen Cardi do, like where was Cardi? like, you you would have never heard no mixtapes or nothing like that from Cardi before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. This is her first time being an artist and really being out there and pushing mm-hmm. herself and doing that whole thing. So I think that's dope for that.
0: I think I think at one one time, at, at a certain point, she had two songs in the top 10 uh, hits or something like that. So she was, like, the first female artist to have two of her own.
1: Oh, yeah, consecutive, yeah. Yeah. Two, two songs. At two
0: hits, Yeah.
1: At the
0: same time, right, right, and yeah. it's uh, that—that's crazy. She like, and that's what I mean. Like, she's she's doing things numbers wise that people haven't done. I know she had she doesn't have a lot of material out, but numbers you got to look at numbers. You know what I'm saying? They mean something. <clears throat> you know what I mean? They don't mean everything. They don't mean talent. Numbers definitely doesn't mean talent. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But if you look at numbers in terms of winning awards, that's how you have to you know what I mean, gauge it. You got to look at numbers. You don't necessarily look at talent because we can name a bunch of people who's talented that didn't get awards when they should have, you know what I mean? So.
1: And I also like Cardi for a different reason too. I feel like it shows a lot of people that things are changing because a lot of people for a long time have been, um, I guess I'd say discriminatory against people who are, not. not to say that she's flamboyant, But basically that are, not to say that she's ghetto either, but basically that are just like out there like Cardi is, like that Mm -hmm. have the big personality like Cardi is, that's from the hood and are not afraid to display that they're from the hood. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because you go, sometimes you see people out there and they be like, you know, you got to tone that shit down. Like that's not Hollywood. That's not real. That's Mm -hmm. not what people are going to want to see. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So- I love Cardi for the fact that she came out here being who she was and she was still able to make something of herself and not be afraid to be who she was. Right. People still support her, especially because there are a lot of kids coming up that are from that same area. You know what I'm saying? From the Bronx, Mm -hmm. from Brooklyn, from Queens, from that feel as though they they don't have a voice because they sound a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: And I think a lot of people don't like her because... I get it, like, she, you know, they probably have daughters and they don't want their daughters to have, you know, to be looking up to that, which I understand, you know what I mean? I completely understand that, looking at it from a parental perspective, but, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, that's most of the reason why people don't like her, you know what I mean? It's because, like you said, she's loud or she's out there, and on top of that, she might not be saying something that you want your kids listening to, you know, but... She's not the first artist to do that. Trust me, she's definitely not as bad as Lil Kim was. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Like it's in 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 terms of what Lil Kim would say on record. Like you know what I'm saying? Like she would say some outlandish type of shit. You know what I mean? So, but like I said, it's not we've never seen. It's not like we've never seen anything like this before. And you know what I mean? Like I support her. You know what I mean? She got my vote. You know what I mean? Because she came from. She came from nothing and and made you know made something. So you gotta you gotta go for that story all the
1: time. Seriously, seriously, I love me some Cardi, um, and I just hope that she continues to grow and prosper and not listen to the haters, and just really does what she's been doing and just keeps just keep on going. That's all I can say about Cardi. Just keep going, because I know she's trying to do more. Um, she's trying to. How can I say she's trying to do more out of hip hop because she does have that reggae joint um, mm-hmm. and she has she's been doing, you know, her Spanish. Um, I guess you say her Spanish turnovers or her Spanish crossovers, because they're already her songs that she has in English and she's just doing them over in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And she does have a different song that is just solely in Spanish. That wasn't a song that um, that was mainstream that she already had with some some. I want to say he's a reggaeton artist. But I
0: actually um, saw that video, huh? I saw that video,
1: yeah, yeah. So Cardi's, Cardi's doing a lot of things, and I know she's getting awards for being for the Spanish songs that she's doing too. But we're not really hearing that because we're you know mainstream English, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, shout out to Cardi for being dope. Oh, you know what? Random shout out to Khalees too, because I was in the record store today. I seen, um, I seen a vinyl. I was about to cop it. I didn't, but I was just like, damn, without her, we wouldn't have known if our milkshake brought all the boys from New York. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to her for that. Also shout out to her because she bought a farm recently. And I know a lot of people what? aren't really into agriculture.
0: That's crazy. You don't really <laughs> hear that much. That's dope though.
1: Yeah, she bought a farm. And the reason why she wanted to buy a farm is because she just recently started a restaurant chain of her own. And figured it would be a good move instead of always having to, you know... Go to other people. Yeah, Yeah, you make your own food. Which I think is awesome. Because not only are you a hip-hop artist or, you know, a singer or, you know, whatever you really want to say about Khalees, you're not just an entertainment artist who has a restaurant. You're now an artist who has her own agriculture business. You have your own farm. You're being sustainable. You're sustaining your own business in a way that a lot of people aren't thinking of. Mm -hmm. So she's thinking outside of the box. And I think that's dope because it's just showing our community that we could do it all, you know, be like, be like Khalees and invest in a farm. Or you could be like Nas and... (laughs) Invested in a doorbell recently. Um, I forget which doorbell it was, but it's basically the one where you ring the doorbell, you could see the person through an app on your phone, or if you have, you know, any kind of video monitoring system in your home, you mm-hmm. could see who it is before you go answer the door, which is dope. So he invested in that early, and he just got like 45 mil off of that investment. Um, so basically, my my moral of the story here, people, is invest, find something to invest in, not just sneakers. Both of us, both me and Cap here are sneakerheads. We've kind of retired, but we're coming back. We're coming back. Yeah, um, I'm tired, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but basically, invest in yourself, invest in things other than, you know, the the norm. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to break, break barriers and just try something new. Real shit. Um for sure but what else do i want to talk about oh fucking bruno mars what was i thinking about y'all mm. why are y'all out here trying to say that bruno mars is being a culture vulture i'm mad there's a whole wave of people really hating just really hating on bruno mars like mm. really digging in I've seen a lot of videos. I was I was I'm not even on Twitter, but I was on Twitter looking at these discussions. And y'all are really tripping right now. <laughs> you like for real, like y'all are like not even little, like y'all are big mad at Bruno Mars just because he got awarded for um for 24K. And what I'm saying is what I'm saying is y'all I'm I just I just really had to bring it in. What I'm saying is, how y'all going to be mad at Bruno Mars saying that he's a culture vulture? But y'all ain't say shit to Drake. Y'all ain't say nothing to Drake, okay? And Drake has been fake Jamaican since Werk <laughs> came out in 2016. Stop it, okay? This whole last album, he was dropping fucking truths upon your head top. Y'all ain't say nothing. Y'all ain't say nothing nothing he's been fake jamaican for years now nobody said shit, okay y'all also didn't say nothing to dj khaled when he started to be fake jamaican for that couple months that he was fake jamaican y'all ain't mm-hmm. saying nothing to iggy azalea for fucking being a culture vulture dropping hip-hop albums for fucking australia ain't nothing about australia say fucking hip-hop y'all ain't saying nothing to post malone because post malone Definitely infiltrated hip hop just to then be like, oh yeah, I'm going country or pop or whatever the fuck he's about to do. Like, come on, y'all. But y'all gonna get at fucking Bruno Mars? Bruno Bruno Mars. Spanish Bruno Mars Bruno Mars is Puerto Rican. As far as I'm concerned, put I don't know Puerto Rico if y'all know this or not, but y'all black. Y'all black. Just y'all black. That's it. That's all I got for (laughs) y'all. Like (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy to me. That's beyond crazy.
0: My thing is, I I get your point. Like, I get the point. You know what I'm saying? The point is valid. But, if uh. you're going to have that point, no, 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 no. The point is not valid in terms of he's being a culture vulture. But I'm saying the point, I see what they're trying to say. But, you can't be a culture vulture if you're also you know i don't care puerto rican puerto ricans dominicans they're black they're part of the black culture you know what i mean they're separate you know what i'm saying it's like they're on their own you know what i mean they're like listen we're gonna be over here Y'all do your own thing but you know what they're they're part of the black culture as well you know what i'm saying like i don't disassociate them with the black culture you know what i mean like we wouldn't be able to inhabit look at the five boroughs inhabited with all kinds of different kind of black and Hispanics all over the place. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's, it's, that's part of the culture, but keep that same, same energy for everybody. (laughs) You can't be mad at Bruno Mars will let all these other people rock. Like you said, you know what I mean? So if you would have said it to Drake, like I said, the point would have been valid, you know what I mean? But you're not doing that. You know what I mean? You're letting Drake rock because, yeah, yeah, I with Drake. You know what I mean? I like his music. But a lot of people who are saying that don't necessarily like Bruno Mars. So it's not fair to say that. You know what I mean? Because the reason why you're not saying it about Drake is because you like Drake. You know what I mean? So that's really all it is is just preference at that point. Because I guarantee you, the people saying that are Drake fans. You know what I mean? And I don't, like I said, I don't have any problem with Drake. But... Tunes probably in head time. We know you're not Jamaican. What's going on here? <laughs> <What's>... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but y'all let it rock. All y'all said was, oh, I didn't like the album like that. Didn't say nothing about the Jamaican throughout the entire project. But, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy how it's, they just let that rock. You know what I mean? But Bruno Mars... It actually, you know what I mean. Doing so, and you know, I could, I I even heard the comparison with the Michael Jackson thing, and I, I, I get that as well. But it's like, yo, like if Kobe grew up watching Michael Jordan play basketball, and he won five championships doing it, and by the time he retired, nobody said anything about, oh, you did that following Jordan. No, everybody said, no, you're a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Your you got your five rings. This is your place in history. You know what I mean? Nobody said anything about how oh, you copied this or you know what I mean. So that's what I mean. You got to keep the same energy for everybody. You know what I mean? Because it's it's like a you could you can use that argument for for a whole lot of people throughout entertainment and all kinds of entertainment.
1: But that's all I got to say about it. Dead ass though. But I feel like people people are trying to discredit Bruno Mars because the thing about Bruno Mars that a lot of people don't understand or a lot of people don't realize is he's been a performer or he's been a singer at that since he was like Four. Like his yeah,
0: family. a little a little
1: boy, yeah. Yeah, like his dad used to be in a band basically, and used to bring him on stage. And the reason why he's Bruno Mars is because he got that name from being on stage as a little boy. Okay, so I'm just gonna give a flush to everybody who's saying that Bruno Mars is culturally appropriating somebody, he's being a culture vulture. I'm just gonna flush y'all a couple times because <laughs> Bruno Mars is dope and. I just feel as though y'all need to just give him credit too, because it's not like he's, yes, granted, he is um, taking a lot of older music and sampling it and remaking it and making it his own and doing that kind of thing. But who doesn't sample music? All Everybody's been saying, everything that you're listening to now is sampled.
0: Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything
1: that you listen to now is sampled. So you can't even say nothing about him making music his own by a sample or by by remaking something because the 80 something fucking songs that chris brown just put out that Ooh. album
0: a lot something. of them were
1: remakes <laughs> so like yeah a lot of them were remakes actually you could just tell by the beat like i don't know so
0: by the way i couldn't listen to the entire project i tried i got up to like 24 and then that was it. I couldn't do the rest of it.
1: Yeah, nah, there was too many songs. Like people still trying to get through that damn album.
0: Yeah, I, it's and it's good, it's good work. It's good work. And that's the crazy yeah. thing. It's like it's not that it's bad. It's just bruh, it's just way like too much right now.
1: Too much. You should have spread that out. It's
0: <laughs> too much.
1: Um oh, so for some random facts, before we let y'all go tonight, um Mattel. You know, the people who released Barbie, they just released 17 new Barbies um, for basically for Women's History Month or Women's International Day. But 17 new Barbies, uh, some of which include Frida Kahlo, Catherine um, Johnson, mm. who basically helped NASA out with the mathematics, and Amelia Ear- Earhart. I always say her, her name wrong. Earhart. Um, Which I think is awesome because not only is it, you know, new Barbies for Women's History Month, but these are Barbies within mainstream culture that people, I feel like people should know, especially Katherine Johnson, Frida Kahlo, if you don't know who she is, amazing artist. Um, But of course, some people are taking these dolls and trying to like, make it into a controversy. Some people are, are mad over the Frida Kahlo doll because they're saying it wasn't in her likeness and you know the fact that some of these women are different shapes than the other they're kind of trying to shit on the doll but i feel as though this is something that mattel should continue like don't listen to the haters on this like i'm i'm here for this like please put out more dolls like put out more african-american dolls put out dolls that you know minority dolls like make a JLo doll for all i care just put out people that younger children that are of ethnicities other than Caucasian can look at and see themselves in these dolls. Like I think that's that's dope. You know, what I'm I saying? think
0: it's only right. That's, that conversation has been open for way too long, and it's been the same for way too long. You it's, know what I mean? Like for decades now, it's been the same. I mean, they try. They've tried. You can see they've tried, but it's like still like putting pushing aside the minorities in a way.
1: Yeah. And I think, yeah, so I just feel like the people that are blowing this Frida Kahlo thing and they're bringing that, they're blowing it out of the the ocean, basically, they're blowing it out of the water, they're just making it a big controversy for no reason. I just think that they're taking away from the fact that Mattel actually listened for once, you know what I'm right. saying? They listened to the public and they're like, all right, well, maybe we should give this a try. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I think they should be a little bit more appreciative of the fact that, you know, they actually came out with something. Yeah. Something real. for And of, and of course, of, of at all times, Women's History Month, like, that's major. Right, yeah. Barbies, 17. So, if y'all got children, y'all got daughters, y'all got godchildren, nieces, you know what I'm saying? People who play with Barbie dolls, go check them out. They're already out for this month. I don't know if they're going to be out for the whole year but i think they might be limited edition so go get some of those real talk save them somewhere yeah Uh, and my last random fact for tonight is there is going to be a new monumental african-american museum in um charlestown charleston no charleston
0: (laughs) charleston (laughs) like charleston chew charleston
1: charleston so Mm. there's going to be a new Monumental African-American Museum in Charleston, (laughs) South Carolina. Um, The reason why this is monumental is because this is at the exact site, the exact port where millions of Africans were sold into slavery and took their first steps into the U.S. So basically, you know, this is the port where we got off. This is this is where they want to put the museum. And I think that's deep for a lot of different reasons. That's deep. Mm-hmm. like that's that's on a lot of different levels. So I want to see that that really gets erected. I want to see that that really gets put up. Yeah. Um cuz they're in the beginning stages, they're at the blueprint and we just got the one in DC not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? I want to see more of these African American museums pop up in different places. I want it to be everywhere. Yeah. Honestly, I mean Not to sound fucked up, but they have Holocaust museums everywhere. everywhere.
0: Yeah, and that didn't even happen on our soil.
1: did not. It did not happen here. So I definitely want to see a lot more African-American museums popping up places, especially places in the South, especially places where they have all these freaking nationalist statues of robert e lee and shit i want to see more of these yeah (laughs) i just want more greatness for us you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. me too
0: i'm all for the greatness we deserve it it's been too damn long
1: (laughs) it has been like it's been it's been it's been a long time coming that's that's all i'm gonna say for that it's been a long time coming Mm -hmm. but that is all i got for the show for y'all tonight i mean you got anything else you want to add in here cap
0: um do I have anything else that I wanna add in here? Um No. <laughs> I, I don't have anything else I wanna add in here. Um I've just been listening to a lot of music lately. Um <clears throat> have you checked out uh Nipsey Hustle's uh last last album that he just released?
1: The last? wait, did he just come out with something new?
0: Yeah. Um
1: Wow Couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. What no, is it called?
0: Like it. nah i'm not gonna lie yo i'm not even gonna lie that album is probably the hardest album i've heard since kendrick's good kid mad city
1: stop it for
0: real no nah, i'm not i'm not lying, I'm not lying.
1: I must have to his listen. album
0: is really dope um <clears throat> he let me look let me check real quick it's victory lap that's the name of the album victory lap he released it I think it was like you said a couple of weeks ago yeah it was february 16th and um 16 tracks It's is dope it's very dope i really think everybody should go check that out a lot of people on the east coast don't listen to a lot of west coast artists you know what i mean not because they don't like them but you know they don't really hear a lot of people talking about them mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what i mean so you know you just try to plug it as much as you can spread spread the love because they would do the same for us you know what i mean I hope so, but yeah, um, uh, that's really it.
1: Check yeah, you know, so I'm gonna check that out tonight actually, before I go to bed and mm-hmm. get life for tomorrow. I might have to check out Nipsey Hustle. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the production is amazing, like amazing, like real hip hop, like dope production. And you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect that for a while. I didn't, I didn't know what kind of putting out there I'm not gonna lie I'm kind of late to it but um he he definitely got some heat he definitely got some heat Mm. check that out
1: here's a good question then for you Mr. Hip Hop so what is a song that you think we should play at the end what is a song that you think that people sleep on or people just don't know about that you think is absolutely dope that we should play at the end right now
0: Hmm. You put me on the spot.
1: I did put you on the spot. I forgot to ask you before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but that's that's dope. I like that. Um hmm. there is one song. Oh. Have you heard you have to you have to the um American American Dream by Jeezy? Yes. With J. Cole and Kendrick. Okay. That that song right there. I really that song I've I've had on repeat for a long time. <clears throat> I have it on like a playlist of tracks that I just go through while I'm working. And every time I get to that song, I like stop and like put it on repeat for like 10 minutes. You know, I just take it off after that. But it's it's real, it's real though. I don't know what it is, the vibe of it. cold Cole's verse is crazy. I love how Z started it off. <clears throat> I wish I could have heard Kendrick do a little bit more than vocalize at the end. I expected more, but um, it, still, it still ended up being a dope track. So yeah, hmm. American Dream by Jeezy, featuring J. Cole and Kendrick.
1: Word. Word. All right, so we're going to play that tonight. And you know, I have another question. Who is an artist that you would like to hear a new album from that you haven't heard one recently Or maybe you heard an album from them and you just didn't appreciate it. Who is somebody that you want to hear? Hmm,
0: That's a good question. Um, An album from that I haven't heard in a while.
1: Yeah, like somebody that you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you haven't heard an album from them in a minute. Or maybe they put out an album and you just didn't like it and you just want you know what I'm saying you want something better. Like either of the two. Hmm. Or maybe they're just dope and you just feel as feel as though they need a continuation. Like who does who does Mr. Apollo Reed wanna hear more from?
0: Uh, uh, damn, that's tough. I'm trying not to do, like, too conscious, and I'm not trying to do, like, too ratchet at the same time. (laughs) Nah, yeah, I swear. like The pendulum swings. Like, I listen to everything (laughs) in hip-hop. Like, I listen to everything. So, um, and it's crazy for me to be, like, the type of artist I am. But, uh, I mean, obviously, J. Cole, it's been forever since he fucking dropped something. Mm. you know what I mean it's been since the what was that yeah we went through a whole year without him dropping a project or even one of those documentaries I don't think he dropped one in 2017 he might have did it early 2017 I like I like the documentaries I really like those I really like those Um, they're very inspirational Um, album though the last album guess we gotta talk about it (laughs) J cole's my man's but i didn't i wouldn't put that as one of his best albums but i also know a reason why i'm not taking too much away from it is because i also know he didn't care about that you know what i mean like that album wasn't for the ratings you know what i'm saying that album was for his homeboy that he said he would do it for you know what I'm saying. So yeah,
1: he was telling the story. Yeah,
0: he was telling the story. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't want to take. And it was a true story that something that really meant something to him. So if it was just a random story pulled out the sky, I would understand everybody's backlash. Like, yo, come on, that album was trash. You fucking. Because people, you know what I mean? People don't understand. That's a true story. Was something that actually meant something to him. He's speaking through some, you know, somebody else who's not here anymore. So. Or the person who was not here anymore was speaking through J Cole. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but um, you know, um, I, I understand what other people. A lot of people say the different, really like that. I understand, but I think it was still dope because J Cole's a lyricist and he's a storyteller. You know what I'm saying? He's always good at that. So there was never a time where I didn't like the album. I I knew everything that he put on there was meaningful, but. I wanted a different J. Cole. I can't lie. You know what I mean? I wanted a different J. Cole. So, um, I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting for something. And I know him and Kendrick is boys, and I know they try not to release stuff around the same time because, you know, they don't like their feet. You know what I mean? For money. I get it, they boys. I feel like that's how they get down, I guess. But, you know, it's been a minute since I heard some real J. Cole stuff. Um, and... On the other side, Travis Scott. Been a man since I heard some Travis Scott. Well, I know, he got uh, you know, the new baby situation going on. So might be a while since, since you know before we hear some new Travis Scott.
1: That is very true.
0: But a lot of people don't like Travis Scott. I do, but like I said, I listen to everything. So
1: yeah, he's he, you know yeah. No,
0: nah, I get it. Trust me, I don't even. Try to make it sound like you kind of mess with him because I do. No, it's okay. I get it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Phone whole thing with Travis Scott. Dead ass. Oh, you know what? One more question I want to ask you. How do you feel about Diddy saying that um, basically the social media culture and, well, not necessarily social media culture, but the way that hip-hop is we are basically oversaturating the market with these people that are coming up. Like, do you feel as though that's valid, that we are currently oversaturating the market or do you feel as though that's necessary for hip hop to evolve?
0: That's deep. Um, I think there's valid points on both sides. Um, Oversaturation because there's people in the game who really don't care about the game and don't care about music. You know what I mean? They're literally doing it because they gotta pay rent. So I, you know, and and at the same time, on the other hand, you gotta respect the fact that they gotta grind and make their living for their family, and then they now they support their entire family. So you can't be mad at that. But people who are hip hop, you know what I mean, like. You know what I mean lovers and people you know grow up and you know breathe hip hop, they don't appreciate that because it's you know it's kind of like being a culture vulture you know what I mean to go back to that conversation because you're using something that you really don't care for, you know what I mean to make a game for yourself so <clears throat> um, that's on that side of things, you know what I mean, but um, I feel like he kinda has a valid point, but at the same time. We we you we, we can't discourage people to not do something that they really want to do. You know, it's like somebody t- telling me, "I nah, I don't want you to make music no more because we already got enough motherfuckers over here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, no, like, what do you mean? I can't make music anymore because you got so it's there's certain people who really want to get in there and do something with it, but um, you know, what I mean, it's hard to filter it out. It's hard to filter out. Um, someone who really genuinely loves making music and someone who's just doing it because they want to be a star or doing it because they want to pay their bills and provide for their family. You know what I mean? There's different motives behind it. So I think the motives is what is what uh, messes things up more than anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: because if everyone genuinely loved hip-hop, it wouldn't be the way it is. You know what I mean? Because if every artist who was in the game genuinely loved hip hop the way <clears throat> Nas, Jay, Biggie, you know what I mean? The greats loved hip hop, Rakim, and all that, then we'd have a different game. You know what I mean? We'd have a totally different game. But because people have their own motive, you know, and they have things in their life that, you know what I mean? They gotta, along with, I gotta make music because I gotta provide for my family. You never know what people's situation is. So you can't tell somebody not to make music or you shouldn't be making music because I don't like your style of music. But that's peering their bills. So you know what, what I mean? So I mean it's hard to it's hard to pick a side, you know what I mean? But um I feel both I feel both sides. I you know what I mean I kinda lean towards what Diddy's saying and I kinda understand the opposite angle as well.
1: Truth right there. We're a deep, deep, deep ending for the Royal Flush right now. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But yo, thank y'all for joining us tonight. This has been an episode of the Royal Flush. Of course, I'm your host, Burberry Brick, and you can follow me on Instagram, B U R B 3 R R Y underscore B R I double T. -T 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 Tell the people where they can find you at, man.
0: Apollo Reed on Instagram and Twitter, A P O L L O R E E D underscore on both Instagram and Twitter, you'll be able to find me. I just got back on Twitter <clears throat> like four days ago, so mind my my my, my, uh, my Twitterness. I'm kind of ancient with my Twitter shit, so give <laughs> gave me a couple weeks. I get up to speed with it, and um, yeah, you see me on Instagram as well. Um hopefully uh you guys will be hearing something new soon. But you know, just keep our ears peeled for that.
1: Word. Yeah, I was about to say that too. When's the when's the music coming out? We're gonna have to get Jelani on here too. Cause one of my very first podcasts ever was with Jelani. So I feel like it's it's right. It's we have to do a podcast for Jelani. I gotta reach out to him
0: was on, yo, we got to get all of us on that. We got to get Dabowski on that. Come on. We got to we do that.
1: Got it. It's only right. We got to right. do that. But yeah, thank y'all for listening. Tune in. We're going to try and make this more frequent. We got more people coming on now. So this has been Apollo Reed. I want to say Kano will be back here next week, hopefully. If not, we're going to have somebody else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Kane, gonna Kane, Kane ain't gonna have a damn seat, we not come back. <laughs>
1: ass. Kane is getting a flush with this, <laughs> but thank y'all for tuning in. And I just oh, now y'all can comment and stuff now on the new anchor app, too. So, comment, leave your uh feedback, let us know what you want to hear. If you follow me on Instagram and you have like a cover artist or somebody that you want me to shout out or somebody that you want me to put up, let me know. Give me feedback. Talk to us. You know what I'm saying? Hit -hmm. us up.